Yo people, welcome to Conversations with Kenji. I'm Kenji Gori, professional footballer, mindset coach and founder of On The Ball. This podcast provides a platform for those in the football world to share their stories, perspectives and life on and off the pitch. Welcome back to Conversations with Kenji. In this episode, I'm going to be opening up a conversation with my dad, my role model, someone that I really look up to. You know, he's not just a dad to me, he's somebody that um, I admire a lot. And, and today we're going to be in conversation and talking about my perspective, about my life and my career. So it's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thanks. How are you? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about this one because, you know, we have, we have a lot of deep conversations all the time and it's good for the listeners to also get an insight of how our relationship actually is. You want to show them that I'm the man? <laughs> or to show them that you're the king? I'm the man. I'm the main guy. Top, top, top. All right. Tell me, man, what you want to talk about? I want to talk about myself. Talk about how amazing I am. Yeah? Yeah. Well, not, not as amazing as me. <laughs> there's, there's always a boss. And there's a whole time nothing, and then the rest comes. And then the rest. So it's me, and then we got to wait a little bit, and then underneath, the rest starts. <laughs> and we can, we can start with you, you know? Yeah, let's talk about me today. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about you from the day you were born. Can you remember, can you remember that? No, of course not. <laughs> well, so let's start from the beginning. Kenji Joel Gore. 29th of September, 1994. What a day. I remember it like the day of yesterday. I was 24, younger than you are now. Wow. <laughs> and you came to the family. Um, first thing I thought, yes, it's a boy. And then I thought, next thing is, well, we're going to have a lot of fun. And we did have a lot of fun. So it was great, you know straight into, uh, into my arms, straight uh, click was there from the right from the first day until now. And for by accident or maybe not an accident, we have the same love and the love is football. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say to the people that ask me, how is it to have a son that also plays football? I say, well, he's got the, uh, the same virus as me, <laughs> you know? And, and that's it. You know, you get hooked on football. You love the ball so much. You couldn't even walk and you were playing with the ball. So the first time you're crawling, sitting up with the ball, playing with the ball. I can give you all toys, but the only thing you saw was the ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much fun, uh, you know, when you were growing up. To, uh, I made you sign a contract with me, I think, when you were two set you on the kitchen table and I said, sign here. And you signed the contract that uh, uh, I'm going to be your agent for the rest of your career. <laughs> <laughs> it's true story. True story. I, 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 need to find, I need to find the film. I might find it uh, somewhere because it's real. Yeah. Hey, that's amazing. Yeah, you grew up with footballers. How, how was that? I mean, you grew up with only football in your life. Can you remember something else? Like for me, for me growing up, you know, like obviously I was born into football, seeing you play and, and being there and being in and around the football world. You know, it's like for me, how it was for me was that I just loved football and it's the only thing I ever thought about. It's the only thing I ever wanted to do. So... The first memory that I actually had playing football was that I realized that I just love it. It's the only thing that I ever thought about. You know, you're waking up and all you're thinking about is football. <laughs> you know, when you're a young kid, that you have no worries, you have no stress, you have nothing. So in my mind was only football. And when, when you get brought up and around football all the time, it's the only thing that you know. You know, so when, when I started to go to, to the Huddersfield games and the Barnsley games, I actually remember the, the, the atmosphere and the feeling of going into the box and, and seeing, seeing you on the pitch. You know, you get like that vague, vague memories coming back to you. 
you yeah, know, because yeah. so, that's also that I want my, you know, when, when me and Bella end up having children, I want my children to see me play because it's a feeling that I think is, is something that like I can't explain, you know, it's something that, you know, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, it was like, wow, that's my dad. Yeah, but you can't remember the best years I had. No, I can't remember. <laughs> that. I, but that's true because when I'm looking back, you know, at the videos and stuff and I'm like, hey, you are actually unbelievable, you know, but when, at that time, you don't, you don't really think about it, you know, because I didn't know you as that sort of thing but I never saw your good days like you said you know I never saw the the days where you did score the 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 overhead kick and stuff like that like I didn't experience those days so when I'm looking back at, so when I'm looking back at that time and then I'm looking at the videos and then I'm like wow my dad actually did that you know it's yeah. like and it's like day, a, I asked you hey did you see your dad hey did you see me today and you were like yeah yeah <laughs> But you can't remember. No. <laughs> I can't remember. Because I carried you everywhere. Everywhere I went, everywhere I went, I carried you everywhere. So uh, I asked you the question. I, I always ask you a question. What do you think? Should I sign? Should I do this? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. It was funny. One time we had a, um, a film crew. And we went to, uh, no, not a film crew. We had to do a uh, foot volley tournament in France. Uh, and you were playing with the ball. You were one, you know, you just start walking a little bit. And you were playing with the ball to went the whole, out like four hours on the road. Wow. Drinking, eating, playing with the ball. And every time it was on television, they show you. And, and Daily Blind, Daily Bing was there as well. Daily was about five years old. Yeah. I played with his dad, um, Benny Blind. So Daily Blind was oh, playing yeah. with you, but he was five. He was older, so he couldn't really play with you. So, but you were playing with the ball the whole time and going around. It was so funny to watch. And every time when the camera crew was there, they showed you. <laughs> so you, every time on television with a ball, the ball was bigger than you. You know, the, the ball came to your waist, actually. That's how big the ball was compared to you. Mad. I actually remember the picture now. From yeah, the picture. So you, yeah. you know the videos, the yeah. picture, but you don't know exactly. I don't know the feeling of what it was like. So, yeah, but your first memory then of football, when, when was that then? My first memory was like, I remember playing at Broadheath. I remember, um, I remember, you know, I, was, I remember playing with like Liam Irwin, playing with the older boys. That's what I remember. Yeah. I remember playing That's with the older, the older boys and... and yeah. Yeah, because then, we live in the same street as Dan Zerwin. Yeah. Your son obviously came around. He's a little bit older than you. Yeah. And the two neighbors, they still live here, one of them. They, they came around and played with us in the gardens. We played like 2v2, 3v3 sometimes yeah. in the garden. Yeah. 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 And you were like five, five, six years old. Yeah, like I, yeah. Like I, just, I just remember playing with them and I remember... Like I remember having like little tournaments, like you said, like two v twos, and and playing yeah. with the with the guys on the street and stuff. Yeah. That's what um, that's what I kind of remember. That was my first sort of memory from football. Yeah, yeah. and they were ten and eleven, and you were just uh, <laughs> they were they they thought it was so funny that you were better than them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's mad. Yeah, that's really crazy. Yeah, and then the wow. first time, the first time I I, um, I brought you to Broughty Central. Mm -hmm. There was a local team in Altingham and, and we start uh, training, training, and then they said, okay, we got a game. So the first game, uh, uh, official game, actually, not official, but the first game you're going to play. And you were so excited. Everything was ready the day before and everything. Oh, I'm going to play a game tomorrow. Um, and it was actually, uh, I, was, I had a day off. So it was on, uh, on a Sunday. Uh, and we played Saturday with Huddersfield and then um, went to the game of you. And it was, I remember it was raining. So me and mom standing on the umbrella, cold, cold, freezing cold. And I'm thinking, oh no, this is terrible. Raining. And you know, the pitch at Broadheath was just yeah. like dark poo everywhere. And, yeah. you know, they put lines with cones. So we were standing there. And the, that first game, 
a scout of Manchester City came to me and said, is that little boy number nine, is that your son? <laughs> First day. <laughs> First game. First game. And I said, uh, I said, no, he's not interested. <laughs> he's not interested. He's, I said, uh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna play. He's too young. It's his first game. No, so we're not gonna do that. So why would you do that, man? No, I just thought, no, come on, man. You just started. You're five, you're six years old. Is it? Uh, I just want you to enjoy with broad heat, you know, with your friends. Enjoy instead of going to already to a professional team. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's official, serious. You know, guy with a with a jacket, with a coat. Manchester City gave me a Christ card officially. You know, and I'm like, no, 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 he's not gonna come. So, so he said, okay, but uh, this is my card. If you change your mind, uh, I said, yeah, okay, thank you. I let him go. And then, and then I told your mother, mom, and mom was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's an opportunity for him. He can play. I said, no, let him enjoy. And and the next game, then um, he was there again, this old guy. And he said, can he come to City, uh, to the satellites, uh, come do some training? And that's where it started. You know, you start playing. Yeah. Remember that we took... Yeah, I remember. At uh, Platt Lane. Yeah, I remember going there, training. I remember yeah. uh, George Evans being there, Devontae Cole. And yeah, yeah I, remember, I remember the sessions like it was yesterday. Like, remember? I remember play, yeah, I remember playing there. How, like, how did you feel? Was it precious straight away or was it just fun? No, like, I, I don't know if, like, thinking back, I don't think I felt the pressure. I just went there to enjoy. Yeah. Like, I didn't really feel any pressure there, I don't think. But they were big boys, though. I remember them being big boys. And you know where the most pressure was? Where was it? With the parents. <laughs> <laughs> the boys just want to have fun. The parents yeah. made you pressurized. Yeah, like I literally just wanted to to play. I can. How was that actually as a parent? You know, because obviously you you have the parents that want to push their children. You want the yeah. you know like to say no, he's better than him, or or to yeah. say like you know like how how actually is that on the side? No, I distance myself. You know, I always look from the side. I don't talk to parents too much. Mm. Like mom is talking to everyone. I'm staying on the side, just watching you, see what how you if you like it, if you enjoy it. The minute you don't like it, I will take you away. You know, but I saw that you loved it. You know, yeah. you, you were just so, you so much energy and so much fun you had. So that's the reason why I keep bringing, kept bringing you, you know, because mm-hmm. you liked it. Yeah. And obviously, um, when you was eight, we had to make a decision mm-hmm. because Manchester United wanted you as well. Can yeah. you remember that? Yeah, I remember. I remember. And I, I think I was the first one as well. One of the first ones, because I think we were going on holiday or something. What was it again? I think I, think I was one of the first ones to, to Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. At that yeah. time. We were in Holland. Yeah, right. I think it was. Came a... because we, uh, no, the boys had to come as a group. They were going to tell the boys as a group who, who they want to sign. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't be there that day. So they got you on your own. That was it. That was it. I've, I remember that. Okay. Do you remember what the guy said to you? No, I don't remember what the guy said. It was so funny. He said, he said, um, I forget if we have his name at Man United. He said, this is pen is the same pen that David Beckham signed his first contract with, with Manchester United. And you're going to sign this. Uh, you are eight. You're going to sign your first deal at Manchester United. And then you wow. took the pen, pen like, and then you signed the forms. Uh, he said, what do I sign? Well, I, said, I said, no, just put your name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you signed your name officially. Wow, um, I don't even remember that. Then we said it to a few people. And next thing, it was big in the newspapers in, uh, in Holland, all over the newspapers. Oh, wow. Signed, eight years old, signed for Manchester United. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, that's actually mad. I, I literally, I don't even remember it like you that. Can you remember that? Because I thought it's going to give me pressure. But it's good that you can't remember because then it, you were busy with the pressure. Of, really? It, I didn't even feel it. I just wanted to, I just enjoyed playing. Like in my mind, I just, I can just remember the sessions at the cliff where we used to, <laughs> we used to have tournaments where there used to be a Brazil team, Holland team. Do you remember? 
yeah, um, yeah. The te- teams like that. That's that's all I remember and how I always wanted to be Holland and I wanted to be Bra- oh I wanted to be Brazil and then you 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 say that I'm Ronaldinho, I'm this, I'm this, and then you you make names as players and that's what I can remember like that fun side and but also the competitive side because everybody was competitive at that time. I think like yeah. that's what I remember anyway. Yeah, you only play with good players. Yeah, and every year they have to talk to you and say, we're going to keep you or not. Yeah, man. How did that feel? So like, yeah, every year. So I felt like it got to a point where I was, I was doing well. So I, I didn't really feel the pressure of, of am I going to get kept on or not? But it got to one year, I think it was under 12s or under 13s, where I felt like the coach didn't like me. So I felt like, I felt like, oh, maybe now it could be a chance of, 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 that I could be getting released, but it was, it wasn't really like a thought of like, it could, it can happen. It was more of a thought of like, it, it was in the back of my mind. It wasn't like, Oh shit, it can happen. It was like in the back of my mind of it could happen, but I still was just enjoying playing well. And then it was like, okay, it's parents evening. And then you realize, okay, now it's like, Hey, cause you used to get numbers. Also, we used to get marked on like techniques three yeah. or this out of five and stuff. And my numbers were never really high. No. My numbers were like, like low to middle. I was like the underdog. I was always like the underdog. And I felt like that too. I felt yeah. like I was the underdog. I felt like I always had to work for where I am. I, didn't, I never got anything given to me. And then you see like other players that, you know, that have the ability, that have good technique and stuff like that, that they got high numbers, but then the next years they would be released. So yeah. it, was like, it was like, in my mind, I always thought of, of like, let me just continue to work hard, give my best and, yeah, just enjoy it. Like I was just enjoying at that time and playing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's obviously that shows. But um, th- there came a time I think when you were twelve, same time yeah. when you were like not sure if they're going to keep you. At that time, uh, I, I don't know if you remember, but I said to you, um, "Do you really want to be a professional yeah. footballer?" Yeah. And you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Because I think I had an argument with the coach or something. He told me to go and do something and it wasn't even me. And then, and then um, I remember because things were getting hard, you know, things were getting tough. And then it's like, and then you asked me the question of, do you still really want this? Because obviously it's in your mind. It's like, you've already experienced the real football. I've not even experienced the real football just yet. No, but I told you a very important thing. I don't, yeah. I don't remember that. If I tell you, you remember it. Oh, go on, go on. Very important thing. I said to you, do you really want to be a professional footballer? Do you really, really, really want to do everything? Do you want to play every day? Can you train every day? And can you be the best every day? Do you want to be there? You said, yes. I said, okay, then from now, this day, I'm going to treat you like a professional footballer. Yeah, I remember. Before that, I didn't say anything. I just let you play. I didn't say anything. But from that day, I said, when you do right, wrong, I'm going to tell you. When you do right, I'm going to tell you. But I'm going to be critical at everything what you do. Yeah. It means if you want to go party with your friends. That's exactly what I was thinking about just now. Then you have to make a decision. You made a decision. I'm going to tell you, you can do it or you, you should not be doing it. Yeah. Because you made the decision. Yeah. Are you going this route? Are you going that route? It wasn't mine. It wasn't my decision. It was your own no. decision. And you said yes, and then you said, I mean, multiple times you said, um, what did you say? Dad, what is football? What is the world without football? What, 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 without football, the world is so boring. <laughs> 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 you said it when you've seen, you've seen your five until now. I mean, you, you said, well, what, what, what would I do? I still I mean, love it. I love it so much. Yeah, you yeah. love the football so much. You want to feel it like me. Still mm-hmm. now, I'm 49, I still want to feel the ball, you know? Yeah. So, so um, when I said that, um, then you start, you made this, you, I made the decision that I'm going to help you trying to get where you are. Yeah. To get the best out of yourself, you know? And then, and then there were some cry parties in the, in the car. Yeah. <laughs> can you remember them? Yeah, I can remember. I can remember <laughs> 
I can remember one where, you know, I felt like I should have played and I don't, and I didn't even play. And then I'm like, the coach did, the coach dot. He doesn't, you know, I don't understand why I don't play. And, and then, you know, you start crying and you, you let everything out. Yeah. And then, and then you'd say, and then you, I remember you telling me one day, well, you chose it. You picked this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you picked this. Exactly. And then, and then obviously because, like now I understand why you made me make the decision rather than you making the decision. Exactly. Because if you made the decision, then I might have said, because you sold me this and you told, you know, but now it's like I made the decision. So I need to take responsibility for what I said. Exactly. And it's because it's not easy. No. It's a hard, hard life. Yeah. The difficult life is the most extreme job in the world. Yeah. The most extreme with extreme. I mean, one day you're the king. Three days later, you're nobody. Yeah. And that's in days. And that's how your world is going. From one day to the next day. Every day you get judged by mm -hmm. coaches, by crowd, by press, by mm -hmm. everybody. Who's, who's got that? In what job you have that? This is, the, this is a difficult, hard job. People think, oh, it's nice to be a footballer, but the sacrifice and the, the things you have to deal with to be a footballer is not easy. And that's why if, uh, I, I thought, oh, if you want it, you're going to have to learn how it, how it works. Yeah. You know, and you, 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 you know how it works because you were crying and you were this. Crying. And you, you, you cried a lot. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I was no, I was really emotional. Yeah, you still am. You still are. I still am. Like I even remember at Ado, I was at Ado, and I can remember all my frustrations came out. So I think two days after a game, I didn't play at Ado, yeah. and then, and then, um, and then the the two days after the game, you know, the team's recovering and we're training. The guys that don't play are training, right? Yeah. So I can remember it got all got all so much that even on the pitch, I got so frustrated and so angry that tears started to come. Yeah. You know, because I wanted it so much and I, the desire was there so much and I wasn't getting the opportunity and it was like all so much. So the pressure of everybody, what people were saying about me, I just made my Premier League debut and now I'm here and I'm like, this is my time to push everybody's expectations, all the pressure of my family, like trying to say like, you're, you're, you know, you're going to make it, you did. And then the friends are saying, and then suddenly you don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was Ado. You were then... Yeah. 22 or exactly something. exactly come, come back to the 12 year old yeah how do you feel it's the same feeling the same it doesn't it doesn't change does it it's true it's the same feeling yeah and 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 uh yeah, i remember you you picked up really well after that you know you had some uh, some good seasons and then obviously the most important was are you going to get a scholarship yeah so how how, how was that because you were 16 um, you're going in digs. Yeah. 16, at under 16s, it was a difficult year because the, the under 15s and 16s like became one. Yeah. So it was like in that, it, when I was under 15s, I didn't really get too much game time because of under 16s and also Jesse was coming down to play. Mike Keane was coming down to play. Yeah, so we didn't really get the game time. So like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating not playing. And then I remember under 16s, it was a year. I think I, pl I, did, I did play. I, did play. I played well and I was playing well. But obviously at that time, you're thinking now, is, now you're going to get a scholarship. So now it's real. Now it's real. You know, you're going up all the age groups, but this scholarship is it, like now it's real. And I remember like uh, going into the meeting, I think me, you, mom, and uh, you're there with Brian, Brian McClare, toch? Brian McClare was there with uh, Paul McGuinness. And Tony, I think Tony was there. I think Tony. Was Tony. Yeah. So I think three of them were there. And we were yeah. sat there and um, they were speaking. And, and Paul McGuinness, I remember Paul McGuinness saying, yeah, I can't wait to have you in my team. So I think I can't wait for you to come. This is, this is what I just remember. And then, uh, and then the rest, I don't even remember. You know, I just remember, yeah, you got a scholarship and the rest was, was nothing. Yeah. We were in maybe 10 minutes. It was quick. Yeah. So, 
just to let you know uh, you're going to dig. Uh, if you were, uh, and they asked us if we wanted to uh, let you go in dicks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Because so, we didn't want you to go on dicks. Yeah, remember? you didn't want me to go, but I also didn't want to be different. You know, I wanted to, to be the same. I didn't want the people to think like, oh, he gets special treatment or he's this. Like, I just wanted to be normal, just like everybody else. Because I didn't want, I never wanted people to have an excuse over me. Because I always felt like, you know, some, some people would say to me, oh, you're only there because of your dad or you're only there because of this. You know, so I never wanted to, to make that excuse. So I kind of, that's why I was like, no, just let me go to, to dig sort of thing. But I, like, I just remember like now thinking back to it, I didn't really want to go to dig because obviously I'm home. I'm like round the corner. So why would I want to go to dig when I'm at home? I'm comfortable here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. And then I remember, obviously we had the conversation the other day about digs and this conversation was like, in my mind was like, this is the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. Because it's so, it made me realize that there is another way to live because like, not that, not that there was a big difference. It was more of a fact of I'm moving into another family. I need to now show how I handle myself in certain situations myself because my dad isn't just here. My mom isn't just here. It's a different environment. I'm now living with another teammate, uh, Jack Rudge at the time. And it's a learn. It's, it was a massive um, learn, not learning, but a massive like moment in my life really significant is it was a significant moment and a significant change in my life at that time yeah and i think it was good just before we move further into this episode i want to ask you do you feel like you are currently getting the most out of your life not just talking on the pitch here i believe that life is all about growing in all areas and to guide you in your growth i've developed the on the ball mindset planner a planner to support athletes in finding out who they really are beyond the pitch This planner will get you thinking ahead while staying in the present by its life assessments, daily goal settings and journal prompts and so much more. To get yours now, go to ontheballmindset.com. The content in this planner really did change my life and my hope is that it changes yours too. But how was it for you? But how was it for you? That must have been hard for a 16-year-old. It was was strange, but uh, I mean, I didn't want it because I I, I thought, you know, the best place for you uh, to be is home. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know what's required for you to get the right treatment yeah. for you to be professional. So it's not a problem. But obviously, I understand the motivation what Man United said. They want everybody to be the same. And for me, it's good. because I understand it because you want to be with your teammates. You all live around each other. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see each other walking distance. You went yeah. with the other boys. So it's good. So for mom, it was a bit harder because she missed you. But for me, it was like, yeah, that's football, you know. Mm-hmm. Some players leave the house when they're 12, you know, so yeah. you, you were 16. So I think that's a good age. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the way you are, there was no problem, you know. Uh, you weren't unstable. You were stable. You were really focused. You know what you were doing. You know what you wanted. So mm-hmm. no problem. We saw you in the weekend. So it was yeah. enough. It was yeah. enough. Yeah. It was, no, good. It was good. It was yeah. a good time in my life, actually. Look yeah. But, but then... Um, so you 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 you, you done well, um, but then as a scholar, they start buying players. Yeah, remember they bought uh, Andreas Pereira, yeah. they Adnan Adnan Yanezai, yeah, uh, and they, they, these players could play in your position as well. Um, mm. What's his name? Bambi came. Mats Dali. Mats Dali came. Yeah. So they they bought players from from uh, different countries in Europe. So your position came, um, yeah, difficult. And uh, and then there were they should should people should make a decision then on um, to keep you or not. Yeah. That was a story and a half as well. Okay, you remember that? I mean, what is it from your perspective? I so, know how I felt, but that yeah. Was- so from my perspective, obviously it's frustrating to to be to be somewhere where you're not really playing or you're in and out. So I, I, I used to, I remember like coming on, you know, for the last 15 minutes and I always used to score. I used to come on and score all the time because like my power, my energy was always there. Like I wanted to show, I wanted to prove. And, and 
and now looking back at that time, it was like, yeah, they bought players. Of course, they're going to play, you know. And as for me, I wanted to play football. Yeah. And it was looking back at that time, like I didn't really get enough game time as I had wished, you know, as I had wanted. So it was actually a frustrating two years, let's say. It was a frustrating two years. And when it always, and I remember like when I always used to wait for the parents evening, you know, like you always used to wait, let's see what he says. And then he always used to say, yeah, Kenji's doing really well. Kenji's really focused. And it always used to confuse me because I wasn't playing. So how can you, how can you say that I'm doing well and playing well and I'm not playing? Like that made me realize what football really is, you know, how people can really speak to you, make you feel a certain type of way right there. And then when it comes to the, to the game, you know, not even give me the time of day. And he wouldn't even give me the time of day off the pitch either, you know, like thinking back to it. And it got to a point also that I remember so significantly. Jim Ryan and... and, and um, Paul McGuinness were my coaches at the time. And I remember I got an opportunity to play against Wolves and I scored a really good goal. Mm -hmm. I think I took it down the line. I, I, I waged the guy, cut inside and shot. Mm -hmm. And I didn't celebrate. You know, I was angry. I didn't celebrate. I think, we won the, I think we won the game 1-0. In the changing room, Jim goes, Jim Ryan goes, it's all well and good making one, uh, one nice thing, but what else did you do? Mm -hmm. and, and I just couldn't believe like, that he could say that to me. I felt so attacked because everybody's all, always getting praised for what they do and always getting praised. And I never, ever got the, the praise for something. And this was actually a game that I played well and he still wanted to put me down. Yeah. And it just made me realize how football can be and how strong we need to be in ourselves for us to handle it. And yeah. it's now, you know, all these things are coming back to me of, you know, it's, it's all preparing you for your life. It's all preparing you, not just on the pitch, but also for your life off the pitch. You know, when things get tough, what do you do? When things get hard in your relationship, what do you do? You, do you give up and say, okay, I want a new wife or do you fight for your relationship? You know, so this is the sort of things where now I'm looking back and thinking, okay, now I understand why these things are happening. Exactly. Are you going to give up? Yeah. Are you going to prove him wrong? Yeah. The way you prove him wrong is not for him, it's for yourself. Yeah. You know, you're going to prove everybody that you are the man where you believe in. But to put yourself in that situation is hard. Mm -hmm. But that's where you build and shape your character. Yeah. Because in these years, you have shaped and built your character the way you are now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all helping towards it. So, so then uh, the moment comes that they have to make a decision on what they're going to do with Kenji. So and this decision... Then, of course, you know, we all know that, um, that they made a decision. Yeah. How, how did you feel? So <laughs> I went into training. Yeah. And yeah, training was normal. And uh, I think Paul McGuinness came to me and said, uh, the boss wants to talk to you. And the boss was Sir Alex Ferguson at the time. So I was like, the boss wants to talk to me. What, what do you mean the boss wants to talk to me? So then I go into the office and I go in and uh, it was actually the best day of my life, but the worst day of my life at the same time, you know, because now we're looking back at where I am now, you know, it's, it's amazing. But back then, so when, when I'm going back into my body, then I, I go into the, the, the meeting and, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson is sat there. You're already like, <gasps> you know, you're already nervous. The guy's got big character. He's sat there in his chair and he's, you know, he's got his legs crossed and, and he's like, uh, hello, Kenji, how are you? And, and I said, yeah, I'm good, boss. How are you? You know, really nervous, sat down small, <laughs> small, you know, not, not with it. We're not with a, not like how I am now, but I was really nervous. And then, and um, he said, uh, Kenji, you know, um, you, you've, you've done really well all these years. You've come up all the years and, and you know, you should be proud of where you are right now. And I, I was just, and I was like, oh, my days, what's he going to say? You know, <laughs> where, where is he leading to? 
So then he says, um, he said, Kenji, I can, I can give you a new contract now, but I don't think it would benefit you. For you right now, I think it's time for you to, to go and make a name for yourself. You know, like right now we have, there's so much, so many players in your position that, that, you know, not even in just the reserves, but also in the first team, you know, at the end of the day, we're looking for players that now can get into the first team. And we have a lot of wingers now, you know, at the time, you know, you have Nani, Ronaldo, uh, Giggs, you have all them amazing wingers. So, so I understood. And he was just saying to me like now, um, so we've made a decision to, to let you go. So I remember then, uh, you know, your heart drops, your heart drops, your, your whole world has come down. United is the only thing I knew. It's the only, it's like, it's like, it's like leaving home, you know? It's like, this is, the, this, is where, this is where I know how to be. This is how I know who I am. And then I remember getting in the car, my little Corsa, and the, the, the guy told me to, to go home. I think one of the coaches told me to go home and I remember it was still, it was still early. It was still like 10 PM. And I remember on my way home in the car, I was just, you know, crying and, and saying, what is, why, you know, like, why does this have to happen? You know, like all your emotions are coming out from, I've, I've let my family down. I've let, I've let everybody down and, and everybody that's invested in me, everybody that's always believed in me is what am I going to say to them? You know, like, I don't even know what to do with myself. And it wasn't even about me. It was about everybody else. And then I, I came home and I remember going up the stairs, you know, I knocked on your, on the door where you guys, where you and mum were. And uh, I opened the door and I said, uh, guys, I'm sorry, but um, I've been released from United. And I remember just bursting out crying, like, just like, crying uncontrollably you know like I was just my head in my hands just saying and I remember me saying like to you guys like I'm sorry you know I'm sorry that that is this is that this is the case like yeah it's difficult right now and then you know like looking back at that time I'm like it's reality. like ah, uh, you know ah, uh, <laughs> that you yeah, it was reality it was uh, it was hard especially for us as well yeah I mean, uh, for me not as hard as your mom maybe because I, I'm more or less I was already prepared mm -hmm. in in a certain way for all these type of things the only thing is if it's for myself it's harder it's, it's not as hard as if I see my son mm -hmm. so if you go through that. That was painful, was hurtful for me. Mm -hmm. I felt sorry for you because your dream, supposedly your dream. Uh, United. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and you're your United fan as well. You're, you're, everything was United for you. So, so that was for me uh, straight away. Okay, what are we going to do? Um, well, go and cry. It's good to cry, let it out. I remember, yeah. I remember what I said to you. Yeah, you just, you just literally were just saying to me, like, let it out. Like, whatever you're feeling now, you know, let this all out. And I can remember myself just letting go as well, you know. I just yeah. let, <laughs> you know. When you... <laughs> we didn't talk. I said to your mom as well, don't talk too much to him. Let him go, let him go. Yeah. The only thing what I had in my mind, which tomorrow, mm. the day after, I'm going to chat with you. Yeah. So I let you the whole day, didn't speak about it, just quiet, let you do it. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Can you remember the next day? Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> to you. I, like literally, yeah. I woke up the next day, you know, I was still hurt and, and still upset. And then we spoke and you just said to me, when one door closes, another one opens. And like that phrase right there, like yeah. something clicked in my, in my brain where I wasn't upset anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, I didn't feel the, the pain. I, no, I felt the pain because I wanted to prove, you know, I wanted to show everybody like I am good enough. And then yeah. you said like, you're at United, you know, <laughs> you have all these, you still have the world. Exactly. You're at the top, you still have the world. And yeah. that, that kind of there just made me realize that 
you know, there is more to United. There's more than just United, you know, like when, because I was so programmed to only think it was United and that's the only way, you know, at United, they even programmed you to think that because that's how it was, you know, every yeah. age group. Yeah. We even yeah. studied the history of United. So we were just ingrained yeah. United. So, so, um, so yeah, it hey, got to a point. What, what, what I gave you? I gave, I gave you, I gave you an, um, a thing to do. No, I don't remember. Can you remember? No. Okay. I, I, if I tell you, you know. Yeah. What did I tell you to do? <laughs> I think, did you tell me to say what team do you want to go to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make a list of clubs you want to go to. Who you want to go and play for. Yeah. And eventually, so you looked, you went online yeah. You, you start looking at all the clubs. Study, yeah. Studied all the clubs. And then you came with, uh, with one club at the end. Yeah. Can you remember why? I, I, I feel like I remember. I you can remember why, you know. I mean, no. I, 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 I remember what you said was good. I don't, I don't remember, but I think, I think like, I, obviously, I wrote down all the clubs and wrote down... The, the things and stuff. And then I remember I wanted you, to... Go. But it was one club you said, I want to go there. You said Swansea. Oh. And you know why you said Swansea? Because yes. You, because you looked at the, you, every club, you looked at the team. Yeah. You looked at, you looked at how many players they got in the squad. That's what I did. And you said, hey, Dad, Swansea only got a small squad. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> only 20 oh players or something. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, yeah. And mom said, no, 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 you're not going to Swansea. It's too far. And this and that. Mom starts shouting and uh, screaming, you're not going to Swansea. It's too far. It's, uh, uh, what club is that? Yeah. <laughs> and you said, no, 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 no. They, they only have a small, uh, yes. small team. They only have uh, like 20, 20 uh, squad players. Wow. Uh, which is a still 30, 30, 40 uh, players in the squad. Yeah. Once you only had 20. So you were like, yeah, we need to see how it is there. And then obviously, obviously because when you went to, uh, to watch it, to look at Celtic and, and, and Everton, to see what it was about, there, what's there, um, the guy came and said, I can get yeah. you to Swansea. Yeah, I remember. It just shows though, doesn't it? Like you get placed wherever, you know, where God wants you to be also, but it's like you get placed to where your, your energy and where you, where your thoughts are. Yeah. You know, like, we, didn't know, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So far, mom only thought, how can we see him? It's four hours away. Yeah. You know? It's just hard. So we just went it was far and we had a look around and, um, <laughs> before you know, you signed. Mm -hmm. It's true. I and think that's, yeah, signed there two years. Serious, because then you were on your own. Yeah. Literally on your own, mm -hmm. in your own apartment, mm -hmm. in a place in Wales. Yeah. Where you can't come very easy. No. Where you don't know anybody. <laughs> how, 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 how was that? It was, you know, looking back at that time, it's like, right, I'm a big boy now, you know, like I'm a big boy now. I'm going to have to look after myself. I'm going to have to take responsibility. I'm going to have to cook. I'm going to have to clean. And like, it's like, I felt like in my time in Swansea, I had so many like ups and downs in the, my Swansea time where I didn't know how to really handle everything. So it was such a big, like, my Swansea time was such a big learning curve for me because it made me into a man. It made me into somebody that like all my experiences have led me to. So, so I got there and it straight away, I made a massive impact and I made a massive impact. And then everybody was like, Whoa, this guy, wow, wow, wow. You know, I made a big impact in the first couple of weeks. Then suddenly I'm, you know, I'm training with the first team a lot. And, um, and this was the first team where we had really some really good players. We won the Europa League at the time as well. Not yeah, no, we went into the Europa League. I mean, we won the Carling Cup, 
And it was somewhere where like, this is, I feel at home here, you know, this is perfect for me. But you know, it gets to a point where now you're going to have to prove it on the pitch. And I got, and I got the opportunity to, to, I remember you were there actually, where, when we got the call from saying that I'm going to be going on the, the tour with, with the first team. Yeah. And that was a mad moment. We were celebrating. We were like, yes, this is my time now. This is my opportunity. Yeah. And uh, I played there, but I didn't really grab the opportunity with both hands. I think we spoke about it the other day. Like this, this was a real opportunity for me at the time to, to stamp my name. And I didn't, and I didn't do that. And you were you were ready. You were ready. ready. Yeah, I wasn't so, ready. Not your time. Uh, that time, the opportunity was there, but you—it wasn't your time. You had to learn more about yourself. It's true. It's true. Like I, I was looking more for other people's approval. Like I, I used to play a pass and look at how they look, how how they looked at me. You know, like I used to like have feel feel instead of feel, just do it. Instead of just doing, you know, like not when, like, like we talk about the flow, you know, when you're in that flow, you're not even thinking about nothing else but, but the game. And I was like, in my head, I was like thinking about that. I was like, my first touch and then the ball would go under your foot, you know, like them sort of things. Yeah. And, and when one thing goes bad, it, it, it goes into a thing. Not, say, not even to say that, that I didn't train well or play well. I always gave my you best. You hard. You scored goals. I even scored goals in the preseason, yeah. but I didn't make the impact to say I'm ready. Yeah, you know, to play in the big games and to play against the Manchester United, to play against the Man Cities. You know, that's what yeah. I missed. And, and to be fair, Swansea, you you won you won the the cup. I mean, it was a good team. It was a good team. Nathan, Nathan and Wayne were like on fire back then. Like they were like the guys. Like Nathan was young, like taking the people on. Wayne was like uh, outside, outside foot crosses. I was like looking at them, like yeah, these is different I mean, sort of. I mean, if you, Nathan Dyer, a uh, big name in, 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 in uh, for Swansea in the Premier League, uh, Routledge, same, yeah. you know, yeah. big big players. So and and you were there in between, mm -hmm. you know. So it's not easy. It's not easy. The world. No, exactly. And that's, but even these things, you know, that all like looking back at all these things that have happened, it's all making me so shaping, in, shaping me and creating me into the person that I needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which really, yeah. Like all the things that I used to do, like to, to, so I used to. Yeah. But, but then yeah. you make the debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so then I made my debut and then I'm like, this is what I've been working for. I've been working for my whole life for this moment right here. And then I'm looking at, I'm looking up and, you know, your, your, your girlfriend's there, mom, Tante Greta's there. And, and we're, the, and we're there and we're like, wow, like this, this, this thing was like something that I've been working hard all season for. And finally it came. And it was something where I was so hungry. I was so, I was so dedicated for that debut that I was like, yes, you know, it's here. And I, and it happened, you know, that, that, that was such a big day of mine. And even like coming back to the change room, everyone was so like happy for me. Raheem was actually on the bench. Also my best friend looking at me on the bench. It was a moment that I will never forget in my life. Like that is yeah such a, a big moment in my life. I wasn't there, but, but uh, Bella was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bella was having an anxiety attack in the, in the <laughs> stands. And then, and then um, yeah, but it was just so, it was just so surreal. It was surreal, you know, to, to look back at that time, it was really surreal. How was the feeling with, uh, with, with Bella in the, at that time in Swansea? Because obviously, it was the first time that you were on your own. And yeah. Bella really came... Um, And, and yeah, so in the beginning, it was difficult because she was still studying in, in university. So she was, um, she was coming, you know, every other weekend. But when you come in a weekend, you come in on Friday night and you go in Sunday. So you're basically there for Saturday. So it was like every two weeks. So at that time, you know, it was a real difficult time period in our relationship because it was like, It was like um, she'd come for the holidays and then, okay, she's gone again. You know, it's like, and now I'm here on my own again. You know, so it was like, it was like a real, it really did shape our relationship, yeah. if you know what I mean now, you know, and we ended up having to grow apart 
to to come back now and now we're stronger than ever and we're actually getting married so it's yeah. like in that time we we both like tried to find ourselves try to see you know what we really want from our lives like sort of thing and she was there since uh, since she's 16 15 exactly all the build up what we talked about yeah. she's been there yeah she's yeah. been there you know she's seen, she's seen everything. everything yeah 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 and uh, and um and then became a moment where uh, you say okay you're not going to play uh for the first team in Swansea, you went on loan to Ado Den Haag. You, you already spoke about that. But what about when you went on loan to Northampton? Um, North, yeah, so, yeah, I went to, went to Ado. Then, yeah, after my debut, went to Ado, came back, ended up being on the bench for, for the last, like, five games. Then the next season comes around, and I'm like, I need to play football. Yeah. So then the opportunity of Northampton came and the first like couple months, it was unbelievable. Like it was like, um, I'm now playing for, for real, for real, like for something where, whereas like people are now playing for their bread on the table. You know, I saw the real passion from the players and I saw a different sort of passion that I've never seen before. You know, and then, and then it got to a point where we actually, I played a lot of games and I was, playing and then we played against West Brom in the cup and uh, I scored the winning penalty against West Brom and then um, you know it's all in the news Kenji scores the winning penalty and then I say you know my dream is to play against Manchester United end up getting Manchester United in the next round yeah and and that and that there was a moment where I'm like wow another amazing moment to look back on and say, I played against Manchester United. And, you know, you're playing against the guys that you've um, grown up to with, you know, most of the players I played with. And you're playing against players like Ibrahimovic, Michael Carrick, you know, like big players, Memphis at the time. And, and you're playing against these, these guys and you're like, you want to test yourself against these guys, you know, like you're like, am I up to the level to, to be playing against them? That's how I kind of looked at it. And, and, and I played well. I actually hit the crossbar then as well. And, and it, then it got to a point where I wasn't playing at Northampton. So I was like, again, I'm not playing. And, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm coming from Swansea. If I don't play here, how the hell am I going to play at Swansea? Yeah. You know, like, what, what is this? Like, all, this, all these things are coming in my mind. Like, you know, am I even good enough? You know, all the doubt starts to come again. And then you're like, I'm in League One and I'm not playing. And I'm like, oh, my days. Now I'm going to go, like, back. So I ended up making the decision to go back to Swansea in January. And then my loan was up. I went back to Swansea, uh, ended up killing it in the under-23s, playing really well, scoring goals, uh, being on the bench for the last five games again. And then, but we actually get relegated. Yeah. We get relegated with Swansea. And then it gets to a point then <laughs> where I had to make a decision for my life. Exactly. I had to make a decision for my life. And yeah, the Swansea career, I felt it was the right time to move on. You know, they told me, you know, um, this is your year now. We're in the championship. You, you're already in the first team changing room. You know, the kit man's already messaging me from like your kit's ready in the changing room. And there was always that thing in my heart to say, you know, I don't know. And then you're getting phone calls from Costinha in, in, in Portugal. You know, I had big respect for him winning the Champions League. And if, if someone of that caliber is calling you to say, hey, listen, I want you in my team. I want you to, to, come, and, uh, to come and play here. And if you play, when you play well here, I've got links in Porto. I can send you, you know, all these nice, the stories are coming in. And it felt right in my heart to, to go and do that. And what I realize now is that everything in your, in your life that's happened from, all the times from United, all the times from everything that I've experienced in my life has led me to this point. 
And now I'm at National. So I signed a three-year contract at National. I'm like, I'm going to do everything in my power to be the best that I can be. And I knew because I was an emotional person, I, was, I, um, I took a lot on and, and I wanted to invest in every part of my life. So I started to get a nutritionist. I got um, a, a physiotherapist. I got mm-hmm. a, a mindset coach. I invested in every area of my life to be the best that I could be. Yeah. So, so what I realized at that time was that, you know, your mindset and your mind is the most important because, you know, how I looked at my time at Northampton of how, if I'm don't play here and, and what happens then, you look at Dan James, who didn't get a minute at Shrewsbury. The next year, he makes a move to Manchester United. So, so it's like, it's however you see the situation. It's however you perceive the situation to be. And how, how are you going to make that mean to yourself? So I started to do my research. I started to really get deep into these things and, and, and to learn about myself more and start to ask myself the question of what I really want. What is it, what really drives me? And, yeah. and then it got to a point where at National, I was in and out the team. And I was like, uh, you know, in my mind from going to National, I was, people are already telling me I'm crazy for leaving Swansea. And in my mind, I'm already like, this is where I'm meant to be. You know, I'm going to prove here. And, and it got to a point where I wasn't, I was in and out of the team. And I'm like, because again, again, but, <laughs> but in my mind, I was in the happiest place I've ever been. So it was like, all these things are happening right now to me and I'm not playing, but I'm handling it in a complete, I'm making it mean something completely different because it's not just football. That's my life. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I started to realize that there's more than just football. I'm more than just a footballer. I'm not just Kenji, the footballer. You know, I started to realize I'm also Kenji, the Kenji, the, the partner of, of, of Bella. I'm also the son of Dean. I'm also yeah. the, you know, so I started to realize how, of, of, of my identity of who I, I could, because I got lost in the football world in that way. Yeah. Because everybody's trying to make me be something that maybe I'm not. Yeah. So, so, so then, um, so then me not being in and out of the team led me to, 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 to a place where I was still the happiest I've ever been. So, yeah. so it's like, it's like now it gets to a point where, you know, I'm not playing and I'm like, wait, what do I want? Mm-hmm. And a loan comes about and I go on loan to Estoril. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is a perfect time for me to go and play and enjoy my football again. And it was the best time of my life so far. One of, one of, you know, my relationship got closer with Bella. Everything started to really, um, you know, align into to, to where I am now. And, and it's, just, it's, just an, it's just a process where, I'm so grateful to have experienced everything that I've experienced so far and know that there's so much more to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because That's kind of, yeah. What was your... No, because it's still, if you stay fit, at least 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So in these 10 years, you got so much to, to gain from the game. There's so much to do. And so much, and and you learn so many times. Um, you heard so many times uh, people say no, mm-hmm. or yes, and then no again, mm-hmm. and then fall, and then stand up again. From 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 academy, no, yes, Swansea, no, yes, you know. So the emotion are going up and down, up and down, until you now come to a point where you think. Hey, this is not about football. Mm-hmm. Only you always have a life, which mm-hmm. is the so that's the road you have to take. Yeah, and that's why it's interesting for me as a father see the way you are developed mm-hmm. uh, as a person. It's for me more satisfying to see where you are as a person than as a footballer because yeah. football doesn't interest me. 
as much uh, if it comes how you're doing it. I am more interested in the person, Kenji, my, my son. Are you happy? Mm-hmm. Are you happy in your life? Mm-hmm. And that is for me more, more interesting than what you're going to achieve on the football pitch. And what you're going to achieve on the football pitch is going to determine how you're going to feel from the inside. Exactly. You know? Because then, uh, what, what do you say? I love all these sayings, what you say, uh, sky is the limit. No, sky is not no, the limit. The sky is not the limit. The limit is in your head. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I mean, you, you, I learned from you. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's great. It's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what you put in your head. It's what you put in your head. Are you going to let the coach's words go in your head? Or are you going to yeah. let your own, your own things? Yeah. Or your own the thing is, you know, what you, what you find out the hard way, and not every player have the same route, but they have the same feelings. Yes. Because every footballer can relate to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I've been through it in my whole career, up, down, up, down, up. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, you know, emotion everywhere. Every footballer had the same. And, and that, that, that's, that's, that's why we have an extreme job. <laughs> yeah. you know? And when you have an ex- extreme job, you have to be mentally so strong and yeah. so good. And that's what you're doing. I mean, bless you. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it. But that you're doing it, it's um, courage uh, that, you, that you're teaching yourself about uh, psychology and that you're helping your teammates, your, uh, the people around you to, to get the best out of themselves mm-hmm. from their own experience. Um, that's, that's wonderful. It's very good. Very good. I applaud you. No, it really does. It really does mean a lot. And, and it's like, it really, really does mean a lot because like, like you were saying, just to go back to your point of, of football, you know, taking over your life because, you know, it can really take over your feelings. You know, it can really take over how you feel. Like you said, it's like, if you don't get that new contract or if you don't make, if you don't play well, are you going to let that affect is it going to be life? Yeah. It's going to be the end of the world. It's going to be the end of the world. So you're going to give now a bad feeling to your wife yeah. and a bad feeling to your children. Yeah. yeah. You know, so this is the sort of things where, you know, I remember me, for example, I remember it got to a point where I used to be angry if I didn't play and I used to take it out on you. I used to take it out on Quinton. I used to take it out on um, mom, Bella, you know, and, and I, it got to a point where it's like, these people are trying to, these people are only here who, that love me. You know, yeah. they're only there to get to, to, to want the best for me. So yeah. why am I coming home angry and giving them a bad feeling when they're all, they only want me to be happy? So I'm not going to come and give them a bad feeling when, you know, football, yeah, it's amazing. It's our dreams, but don't let it take over your life. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I come now to a point. And, and that's why I started to actually do what I do because I realized that football is my dream. You know, football is something that, you know, like I, from a young age, it's, I love to do it. The, my desire is to be the best that I can be. And my mm-hmm. dream, like, and now I've realized that my dream has now found my purpose. Mm-hmm. So I was speaking to, to one of my boys the other day and he asked me the question, like, am I living out my plan or am I living out God's plan? Mm-hmm. So, like, it got me thinking and I realized that, you know, I always focus on football. You know, you focus on competing. You can focus on being the best. You know, you fo- you're competing and you're, you're being the best. And I realized that it was preparing me for what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. So God wants us to be a certain way mm-hmm. and because it's all like it and all wants to align to what he wants us to do and when and be where he wants us to be mm-hmm. because it's bigger than us you know sure. it's bigger than us yeah. so when i look back even when i look back at this season i wasn't playing at the start of the season really you know in and out the team but when i fully gave everything into on the ball Mm-hmm. I started to play. 
And this is my breakthrough because this is what God wants me to do. <laughs> yeah. And you feel it strong, don't you? And I feel it strong because I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, because it's, it's like you. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And that's really, and that's really what I, I felt like I needed to share that. But it's, it's, yeah. it's something that really, that really I thought about a lot the past, uh, the past, the past couple of weeks where I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But it's something deep in down there and you're most certain that that's the right way mm-hmm. and it helps you. It's great. You know, God doesn't work through senses. You can smell him, can touch him, can feel him. What else is there? Can hear him, can see. So all these five senses, you can see him. But he talks to you, still talks to you. Where? From that spot in your soul. Yeah. <laughs> and that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. There's a sixth sense in you. That's so. And that touches you and you help others because you want to share that with others, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, I wish you all the best with your on-the-ball mindset because it's great. You can help your other teammates. You can help other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you need me anytime, just give me a call. Give me a shout. And you know I'm the man. So, uh, <laughs> no, definitely. No, I thank, I thank you a lot, man. I thank you for everything, you know, that, that the support that you're giving me. Also, the, the, the advice and everything that, have, that has led me to this point. Of you know, it's, it's, um, I thank you for that also. But that's for that's for, for me and you in private anyway. <laughs> but 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 um but no really I really do appreciate it all and I appreciate you coming on here to for for this interview right now and definitely we're gonna do it the other way around soon. Okay, that's cool. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As you can see, you know, we've got a real strong bond and real connection so i'm definitely going to do this again and i'm going to be the one asking him the questions so make sure you direct message me and um reach out to me for any questions that you want to ask a real top 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 player <laughs>